T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Good morning, Lee. Hey there, Tara. Okay. So yesterday, Lindsey Graham, our senator, has the unmitigated gall to call down, you'll see why I say this in a minute, call down, uh, call out Merrick Garland for doing absolutely nothing to stop the spread of fentanyl. Mm -hmm. It's murderous rampage through our country. Take a listen. Attorney General Merrick Garland making this shocking admission about the fentanyl crisis in America. Watch. How would you describe the fentanyl problem in America? It's a horrible epidemic, okay. uh, but it's an epidemic that's been unleashed on purpose by the Sinaloa um, and the new generation Jalisco cartels. They are not stopping fentanyl from killing Americans, if that's the question you you're say asking. they're woefully inadequate to the task. We are putting all the resources that Congress provides to us that are not working. Well, knowing's half the battle, at least that's a start. Senator Lindsey Graham noting that fentanyl claims more lives than car accidents and gun violence combined. So far in fiscal year 2023, over 9,000 pounds of fentanyl have been seized. So, I mean, that is, is now remarkable. Car accidents used to be the number one killer of young people. Now it's fentanyl. That's unbefreaking leaveable. Mm-hmm. But for Lindsey Graham, to point the finger at Merrick Garland? Okay, let's review. Lindsey Graham voted for the omnibus. In the omnibus, which covers nine months of this year, and, and they did this to prevent the actual conservatives in the House from having any say over the budget when they took office in January. They jammed it through in December. In the omnibus bill, it specifically said that all of the money being ab- allocated by the omnibus bill to the Border Patrol could not be used for enforcement. Merrick Garland should have hit Lindsey with that. (laughs) He should have. Lindsey voted for it. Absolutely restricted. Cannot use it for enforcement. So that is the money going forward. So the money January through roughly September. Okay. So any enforcement being done right now on the border, they're using funds already appropriated before. They're not allowed to do enforcement. It can only be used for processing. The whole budget, the whole budget. Well, that's, that was sort of the comment that Garland made, that using the sort resources that Congress provided. Uh, and I, I don't know. I mean, so for Lindsey Graham to say, why aren't you interdicting this? Well, Lindsey, you rammed a budget down our throat that prohibits it, honey. Why'd you vote for it? Why'd you join Chuck Schumer and Mitch McConnell and the other Republicans who voted for it, you turncoat? Those fentanyl deaths, I'm sorry, as much your responsibility as Merrick Garland's and Joe Biden's. You own it, honey. You own it. And the way they did it, because 
you know, the Republicans in the House who, you know, we now control the House, were taking over in January. They ran this through in order to keep the Republicans from being able to control the Border Patrol and make sure they actually do the interdiction, both of the fentanyl and the cartels and the illegal immigrants. They could have done that with the budget strings. Lindsay took that away and made sure that nothing but processing could be done. There could be no interdiction. So, Lindsay, why'd you do that? I, I just, I can't imagine the personality type Lindsey Graham must have. I'd love to see a psychological profile of the guy. It'd be fascinating. The absolute unmitigated goal, and no shame of it. Your ho- hypocrisy. I mean, Merrick Garland must have been laughing to himself. Lindsey's as guilty as he is. Well, there's there's plenty of blame to go around on, on this whole fentanyl thing where we have a culture where people are, we have a culture where people feel the need to change their mind with drugs. Well, we'll just put it lightly like that. I mean, to recreational use of drugs. Then it winds up that there's these cartels in Mexico that are responsible for getting Chinese materials to make the fentanyl, to to put out these drugs and to, you know, cut these drugs with different things. It's just there's just such a mess. There's so many people involved here. I mean, it's it's the federal I'm, government. I'm sorry. I'm not going to blame the victims. I'm just not doing no, I'm that. Not I'm going to blame Lindsay. Well, th- listen. I'm going to blame the people in charge here who have prohibited, prohibited the Border Patrol from doing interdiction. Um, and this is why. I mean, we've always had people who use drugs. It's always been wrong. It's always been bad. But we've never seen fentanyl, not even drugs, fentanyl overcoming car accidents and killing young people. And and what they're doing, they're not using heroin. They're not using meth. They're not using cocaine. They're maybe even smoking marijuana, which our own sheriff now says is laced with fentanyl. Well, half the graduates do that every year before they graduate high school in this country. They never died before. Now they're dying. And Lindsey Graham did it. And I'm not letting him off the hook with this. I'm just not. This is just, this is just no, we're going to turn this around. We're not putting this on. I'm not putting this on the victims. I'm not doing that. Um, and before, you know what, you used to be able to have a drug addiction in this country and live and survive it. Not anymore. Not because of Lindsay. Well, I think you misunderstood what I said. I was not blaming the victim. I'm saying that there's plenty of blame to go around. And I was trying to get to the point that th- there's the governments of Mexico. There's the governments of China. There's the federal government. All of these entities have an opportunity to stop this, to mitigate it, and they're not. They're not doing it. Well, um, again, we used to have a president who could get the government of Mexico to do what he wanted to, and Mexico yeah. was happy to go along with it, and loved us for it, yeah. by the way. Obrador loved Trump. Um and, you know, President Biden reversed all that. And Lindsey Graham needs to be on our side, not Biden's. Um, and, and for him to do this was absolutely shameful um, because it came right on the back of that poor mom who oh, lost yeah. two sons. They both yeah. took what they thought was a Percocet. And there yeah. are kids dyingly yeah. who think they're taking a Ritalin. Yeah. And they got it on Instagram. Yep. They got it on TikTok. Mm-hmm. So... This is not people taking, you know, the heroin, the meth, the things like that. These some of these hardcore drug addicts, yes, are dying from fentanyl, but um, it is it's just absolutely terrible what is happening. A kid slips it to you at a party. Hey, we're all taking Ritalin. You want one? Well, you get the wrong Skittle and you're dead. So, you know, and this is this is not going to change. And for Lindsey Graham to try to capitalize on that mom's pain, uh, sitting there with tears rolling down her face, both her sons were together when they took the Percocet. They both died. Yeah. Um, that is like lower than the scum on the bottom of my boot for Lindsay to do that.
Look, honey, Lindsay, if you want to leave the border open, you always have. You're not fooling us. You want to bar those agents from doing interdiction? You want to vote for that so that your own fellow Republicans can't stop it in the House? Then you own it. Own it. Like you used to when you were honest. Come on, you want an open border? Own it. If 100,000 people are going to die a year because of it, own that. That's the cost. Don't piggyback on this, Mom, and act like you're being tough on Merrick Garland and the Democrats. You're as bad as they are. But that's Lindsay. That's just shameful. He should have kept his mouth shut. It's absolutely shameful to use her like that. But um, I just want people to know why the border's open. And, you know, you can, you, you know, you want to you wanna hurl some blame at Biden, you should get the lion's share. But Lindsay deserves some, too. So does Chuck Schumer. So does Mitch McConnell, leaders of our party. This is why we lose. Because we have people at the top who um, are not in our camp. They are saboteurs. They're sabotage agents. Um, and so now we're going to have to wait till October to stop the flow of the fentanyl that Lindsey Graham pretends to give a damn about, but does not. All while he undermines the Border Patrol, who just want to do their jobs. Lindsey won't let him. Won't let him. That's what that vote mean, meant. We, we read from the wording of it. So the wording of that, that bill, it's, a, it's absolutely shameful. Um, but uh, Ted Cruz did bring it. Ted Cruz did not vote for that bill. So Ted Cruz is... Um, definitely the one to be hitting Merrick Garland up here. And um, the, the, the job that he did, I mean, just bringing Merrick Garland out. I mean, I think the most just absolutely disgusting thing that was said yesterday. I mean, just and you have to wonder, is Merrick Garland laughing at us? Um, our attorney general, um, all he could come up with to explain um, why he has not gone after the groups who literally have Facebook pages Twitter feeds and websites threatening pregnancy crisis centers, including with death, if they continue to operate. Why those people have not been shut down. We finally did have some arrests, but not in most of the cases. This guy has the unmitigated goal to say, well, those pregnancy crisis center bombings, they're happening in the dark. (laughs) Oh, cool. So if I want to go commit crime, if I do it in the dark, I'm covered? Well, not if you're a pro-life protester who just wants to pray in front of an abortion clinic. I don't think being in the dark will save you. This is crazy. Why do you send two dozen agents in body armor to arrest a sidewalk counselor who happens to be pro-life, but you don't devote resources to count pe- to, to prosecute people who are violently firebombing crisis pregnancies? It is a priority of the department to prosecute and investigate and find the people who are doing those firebombings. They are doing it at night and in secret, so, and we have, found two, we have found one group which we did prosecute. You we found are, one. How many have there been? How many attacks? There have been, been a lot, and if you have any information specifically as to who those people are, we would be glad. <laughs> Here's an idea. They have Twitter accounts. They have websites. You have subpoena power. Go find out who they are. It's not hard. Get them for the threats. You don't even need to get them for the bombing. Texter writes in the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line, Tara Lindsay was never on our side. Uh, another texter writes, Lindsey Graham is an absolute disgrace and embarrassment to South Carolina and America. He has his head so far up uh, Ukraine's butt that he can't see what's happening in everyday, to everyday Americans. He's a sellout. And the SCGOP needs to at least censure him. And finally, th- th- okay, this is a brilliant text. Tara, the fentanyl deaths can be halted with a ban on all imports of Chinese goods until they stop the flow of raw compounds used by the cartel to make 
the drug. Simple solutions. This is not hard. Instead, Lindsay is protecting. This is a great point. Lindsay's not just protecting the cartels. She's protecting the Chinese with that budget. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. A brilliant observation by Fox News's Peter Ducey on how Joe Biden will call out Vladimir Putin, and rightfully so, over and over by name, but has never, anywhere on the record, called out Chairman Xi. In fact, in his State of the Union address, I pointed this out, he defended him. Starts screaming in rage. Nobody could do what she has done. Talking about all the great things he's done in China. Why? Because Biden was enraged. He had to shoot down Xi's balloon. It was shocking. Which is why the mainstream media all but blacked it out. Just didn't want to talk about it. Biden thinks in his twisted, demented mind that he is a high-rolling businessman and she is one of his partners. And she is his friend. He said she was his friend. He's even made up delusional lies about he and she traveling. 17,000 miles together, sitting on that plateau and having a deep conversation about what makes America so great. None of it happened. But in Biden's mind, it did. In Biden's mind, she is his friend. Look, I get it. She has pumped tens of millions of dollars, perhaps hundreds of millions, into Biden's coffers. But it's chilling when you realize he won't call out this man. The uh, the, the, the leader of the country that, according to even the FBI, likely made the virus in the lab. 1.1 million Americans dead. Now, we know it was really more like uh, 110,000 since CNN has admitted about 90% of those deaths were fake. They were coded as COVID, but they were something else. Still, that's a lot of dead Americans. 
This is uh, brilliant from Peter Ducey and kind of chilling if you think about it. Biden does have intel agencies working on this at his direction. He talks a lot about needing to know how this pandemic started to stop the next one. But pressure on China, even after multiple calls and a one-on-one -on -one meeting with Xi, has not publicly been there. Why is President Biden afraid of China? The president is not afraid of China. China flew its spy craft over the U.S. The president didn't really do anything to China. And according to the FBI director, China may have created something that has killed more than 1.1 million people in this country. And President Biden is not punishing them. With a China surveillance balloon, the president did take that down. And he did it uh, in a way that as it was on its path, we collected information from it. So we need to figure out uh, how this all occurred because who knows? We have to try and prevent any future pandemics. So our relationship with China has not changed. It is it is very different, very clear, very different than how we've seen it in the last administration. And if we put all this together, it's worth pointing out that anywhere President Biden goes in the world, he will call Vladimir Putin out by name, especially as it comes to Ukraine. But we do not hear him calling out President Xi or putting any kind of public pressure on President Xi even though it is widely understood in Washington, D.C., that at best, China misled the world in the earliest days of the pandemic. And at worst, like the FBI director is now saying, China did something with this virus in a lab in Wuhan, and it escaped. Back to you. Peter, just in your opinion, these issues tend to bubble up and not go away. For example, him going to the border, uh, him addressing the issue of uh, uh, the issue after issue, he gets uh, so much pressure, then he finally does it. Now the FBI, Department of Energy, his own, are coming up and saying the origins are the Wuhan lab, more than likely. Do you sense that they're heading this direction? At one point, the president is going to be forced to answer the question, how did this COVID-19 start? Yes, because he is the one who initially ordered this 90-day intelligence sprint, uh, and, of course, that deadline is long past. So this is going to be interesting. What will it take for Biden to publicly condemn China and Xi? 100,000 Americans dead. Shrug of shoulders. Another 100,000 Americans dead from fentanyl. Shrug of shoulders. We're, folks, we've literally changed. For, for decades and decades, it's always been the same thing. The number one killer of young people, in particular teenagers, is auto accidents. It's fentanyl now. That's the Chinese. He won't condemn it. How many Americans has Putin killed? Yeah, see the problem? There's 200,000 dead Americans right there. 210 about, roughly. Biden shrugs his shoulders. And when it comes down to it, the State of the Union screams in rage. You should see how his face twists in rage defending Xi. Because he had to hurt what he sees as their relationship by shooting down that balloon. It made Biden mad. And look, look folks, let's never forget. They'll say, oh, I shot down. We always shot down the balloon. After three days of rage by Americans, they offered every lie, every excuse, and most of them were lies, in the book to not shoot down that balloon and finally had to do it. And Biden never, ne never condemned Xi for it, never condemned China for it, none of it. Now, his underlings condemned China for it with some semi-strong statements. But there's never been anything, not so much as a tariff, a threat of a tariff, trade sanctions, a mention of trade sanctions. 
a strongly worded letter about maybe we'll think about trade sanctions. Nothing. China has the run of the house here in America. And they can kill us. Is that you can you think of 210,000 bodies? That's 110,000 dead of COVID for real dead of COVID, not fake, fakely coded on their death certificates. For real dead of COVID. And another 100,000 dead of fentanyl. Nothing. I, I mean, it's, not, it's nothing. Our elites have been totally captured by this country, and it's on display. Good for Peter Ducey for putting it all together. Most of the time, our left-wing leaders get to hide behind the filters, behind the mainstream media, behind the censors. By the way, Jonathan Turley, liberal law professor, the only other person besides me I can find anywhere in the media, pointing out how remarkable it is that the FBI has just admitted, oh, yeah, we've known for years that the virus likely came from the Wuhan lab. Okay, well, you've been censoring people as the belly button, we know this from the Twitter files, you've been censoring people for years who said that. And you knew this is the second time this is happening. They were censored. This has happened. They were censoring Hunter Biden's laptop when they had the laptop in their possession and knew damn well it was his. Yet they censored anybody who said it. And Turley is losing his mind. He's um, writing an editorial for the New York Post, just a you know, liberal law professor saying... Um, we know they had 80 agents full-time censoring us, and that was one of the things they censored, the Wuhan lab. And now they're just casually like, oh, yeah, we've known for years. It was, well, then why'd you censor us? Why can't Brett Baer ask that as a follow-up question? Maybe he's not allowed to. I don't know. But every once in a while, we catch them when they can't hide behind the censors and the mainstream media and those who take down posts that are relevant to the conversation. Ted Cruz got him yesterday. This is Attorney General Merrick Garland. And in this back and forth, you can see what our criminal justice system has degenerated into. It's a, it's, it's a partisan kangaroo court, essentially. Ted Cruz does such a great job with this. It's today's epic rant as he grills him under oath in the Senate. I have to say I'm deeply disappointed in what the last two years have shown. In my judgment, the Department of Justice has been politicized to the greatest extent I've ever seen in this country. And it has done a discredit to the Department of Justice, to the FBI, and the administration of law in this country. Let me start with a simple question. General Garland, is it a federal crime to protest outside of a judge's home with the intent of influencing that judge as to a pending case? Uh, the answer to that is yes, but I also want to at least respond to your characterization of the department, which sure. I 
vigorously disagree with. I believe the men and women of the department pursue their work every single day in a nonpartisan and an appropriate General way. General Garland, there are thousands of men and women who do that. And I'll tell you, I hear from prosecutors at the Department of Justice. I hear from agents at the FBI who are angry that it is treated as the enforcement arm for the DNC instead of upholding the law in a fair and even-handed manner. So you are right. There are thousands of men and women that are, that are doing the job, but it is the political leadership that you're responsible for. So you just said, yes, it's a crime to protest at the home of a judge. Same goes for jurors, by the way, with the intent of influencing a case. But in the wake of the leak of the Dobbs decision, when rioters descended at the homes of six Supreme Court justices, night after night after night, you did nothing. The department did nothing. When extremist groups like Ruth Senas and Jane's Revenge, openly organized campaigns of harassment at the homes of justices, you sat on your hands. When these same groups posted online information about where the justices worship, or their home addresses, or where their kids went to school, you again sat on your hands and did nothing. Your failure to act to protect the safety of the justices and their families was an obvious product of political bias. You agree with Roe versus Wade. You disagree with the Dobbs decision. And the Department of Justice under this president was perfectly happy to refuse to enforce the law and allow threats of violence. And as you know, those threats finally materialized with Nicholas Roski, a 26-year-old man from California who traveled across the country, was arrested outside the home of Justice Kavanaugh, armed with a handgun, a knife, and burglary tools. And he said he came there to kill Justice Kavanaugh because he was enraged by the leaked opinion. Now, of course, you're prosecuting that individual for attempted murder. But did you bring even a single case to enforce this law or did the Department of Justice decide this law doesn't apply if it's harassing justices for an opinion we don't like? When the Dobbs uh, draft was leaked, I did something no attorney general in the history of the department had ever done before. For the first time in history, I ordered United States Marshals 24-7 to defend every uh, residents of every justice. Well, Garland, as a judge, you're familiar with asking counsel I'm to answer an a question. I am answering. Has the Department of Justice enforced this statute? Have you brought a single case against any of these protesters threatening the judgment justices under 18 U.S.C. Section 1507? Have you brought even one? Senator, you asked me whether I sat on my hands, and quite the opposite. I sent okay, 70 United States Marshals. Let me try again. To and let me you, has the Department of Justice brought even a single case under this statute? It's a yes-no question. It's not a give a speech on the other things you did. The job of the United States Marshals is to defend the lives so of the So the answer is no. It's to defend the lives of the justices, and that's their number one priority. They have Why are you unwilling to say no? The answer is no. You know it's no. I know it's no. Everyone in this, in this hearing room knows it's no. You're not willing to answer a question. Have you brought a case under this statute, yes or no? As far as I know, we haven't, and what we have done is defended the lies of the justices with so how 70 do you decide, U.S. Marshals. How do you decide which criminal statutes the, the DOJ enforces and which one it doesn't? The United States Marshals know that they have full okay, you, I recognize you want to give a separate speech. No, I don't want to How give a... How do you decide which statutes you 
you enforce and which ones you don't. But marshals on scene make that determination in light of the priority of defense. The marshals do not make a determination over whether to prosecute you. The attorney general make a determination, and you spent 20 years as a judge, and you're perfectly content with justices being afraid for their children's lives, and you did nothing to prosecute it. Let's shift that, to another is, area. Can I answer the question? You, no, the, you the cannot. General, you have refused to answer the question. I am question. answering your question. The attorney general choose, does not decide whether to how arrest. How did you choose not to, not to enforce this statute? The marshals on scene. Marshals don't make that decision. They do make the decision of whether to make to an prosecute arrest. prosecute someone? No, they don't. If they make, a, uh, if they make an arrest. Marshals do not if, have prosecution. If they authority. make an arrest, right, then it goes to the marshals. Let's change topics because our, our time is limited. We've also seen across the country violent attacks. Unbelievable. What you can see there is he can't answer the question. Texture rates on, com- on the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line, which is 71307. Hey, Tara, did you see Biden yesterday laughing about fentanyl deaths and that mom lost both her sons to overdoses at the same time? So sickening. Yeah, we're going to play that. It's unbelievable. He laughs. Oh, well, that fentanyl came in under Trump. I mean, just wow. Texture writes, hey, Tara, amazing how corruption frequently masquerades its incompetence. Doing so allows expanded options with lowered expectations. Nothing happens in politics by accident. No, it doesn't. Texture writes, asking Senator Cruz if he has info on the Um, Pregnancy crisis center bombings shows you just how much Garland doesn't care. He has access to everything and anything. And to say you can't find them is asinine. Wow, these people truly despise America and its people. They do. If I get one thing across with this show, it's that. Uh, Text writes, hey, Tara, it's treason on a national scale. These people, all of them, need to be removed from office and prosecuted to the fullest. Yes, they do. And they would be in an honest country, a sane country. Text to rates, hey, Tara, did Merrick Garland say that he didn't know how many assets the FBI has undercover in the Catholic Church? Folks, guy doesn't have assets undercover in Jane's Revenge, but does in the Catholic Church. This is just who these people are. They're unbelievable. Text rates, hey, Tara, Garland needed that verbal thrashing a long time ago. Kudos, kudos to Senator Cruz. And finally, text rates, just heard the weird alien voice interruption again on the app live stream. Yes, we are. We, we have reported that to our technical crew, and they are still working on it. I don't, I don't know. It sounds like a sound, sounds are firing off. We're trying to figure out where it's coming from, but we will keep you posted. Good morning. So an absolute whooping by Ted Cruz. It was glorious. Um, and it's you know what? What you heard there is exactly the kind of thing 
that the FBI's 80 agent strong censorship regime is set up to prevent from ever happening an actual debate. Why? They can't win. They're filled with hate. They were fine, more than fine, with violent people seeking out Supreme Court justices' children at school, which they did. Caught one of them in the parking lot. How do we know? Because remember when Republicans voted in the House to provide extra security protection for the Supreme Court justices and the Democrats voted it down under Nancy Pelosi? This was an almost naked bid to get them killed. It was. Have that intimidation on the front porch. Normalize that. Normalize it. But when the protester is a Catholic man who is praying outside a, an abortion center, and that man's son is subsequently assaulted by a liberal protester, they go, against, they, they go after him for fighting back. This is the incredible double standard. And Ted Cruz did really well at getting at it uh, with our incredibly corrupt attorney general uh, in just five minutes. Here's the second part of that. We've also seen across the country violent attacks as pregnancy centers by similar left-wing terrorist groups, including one, one graffiti of a, of a firebomb building, said Jane was here. There have been attacks all over the country. And yet, the Department of Justice has not brought these violent criminals to justice. You contrast that. If you're a violent criminal and you attack a crisis pregnancy center, that is not a priority in the Biden Department of Justice. Contrast that to Mark Houck, who's a pro-life activist. He's a sidewalk counselor. And he had an altercation with someone who allegedly... interfered with his son's personal space and threatened his son, and he pushed him. Now, in an ordinary world, pushing someone would be maybe a simple misdemeanor assault, but not under the Biden Department of Justice. If you're a pro-life activist, what can you expect? Well, in this instance, according to Mr. Houck's wife, two dozen agents clad in body armor and ballistic helmets and shields and a battering ram showed up at his house pointing rifles at his family. Why do you send two dozen agents in body armor to arrest a sidewalk counselor who happens to be pro-life, but you don't devote resources to to, to prosecute people who are violently firebombing crisis pregnancies? It is a priority of the department to prosecute and investigate and find the people who are doing those firebombings. They are doing it at night and in secret, so, and we have, found two, we have found one group, which we did prosecute. You we found are, one. How many have there been? How many attacks? There have been a lot, and if you have any information specifically as to who those people are, we would be glad, did, would be glad to have that. Did you authorize 20 agents going to Mr. Houck's house? And he uh, offered to turn himself in through counsel, but you didn't want that. The Department of Justice wanted to make a show of it. Did you personally authorize it? And do you want to apologize to Mr. Mrs. Houck and her seven children for being terrorized? The decisions about how to do that are made at the level of the uh, FBI agents on scene. Did and you know the, about it? I did not know about it until uh, the way you're describing it. And my understanding is the FBI disagrees with that description. Was it a mistake? Senator's time has expired. I'm going to allow the witness to respond to any of the questions that were asked. Was it a mistake? 
I'm going to chair the committee, Senator. I'm sorry you're not. I'm you said you'd allow him to respond. I've repeated the question I asked, which is, was it a mistake to send you, 20 agents to arrest him at the crack of dawn? You had your time and you more You just said you're going to allow him to respond. You just said, I'm going to allow him to respond to the question. So I repeated the question. Was it a mistake? You that was the, the pending question. You want to ask, I'll ask the questions I want. That's the question I had already asked. Well. You just said you'd let him respond. I'm going to let him respond right Good. now. Please don't interrupt him. Thank you. The decisions about how to do tactical arrests are made by the FBI agents in the field. Uh, the FBI has uh, publicly stated that it disagrees with the description you gave of what happened in that example. I don't, I, that's the best I can answer. At this point, we're going to go. <laughs> oh, it's great. I love it. Yeah, if you commit crime in the dark and you're a liberal, we can't find you because... It's dark. Oh, my God, these people. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.